Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Deborah Spooner, and I'll be your host for today. This month, Andrew Murray is leading us to think through the secret of brotherly love. In today's reading, Murray guides us in a reflection called the love of Christ. He starts with this verse in 2 Corinthians 5.14. For Christ's love compels us. I don't remember exactly what made me write it. I opened my phone notes up and tapped a simple phrase. I think I'm more afraid of who I'm becoming than what I am or am not doing. You can't flip the switch on your soul. Character doesn't come as currency. It just kind of slipped out of my too many thoughts always rattling in my mind. You see, I'd gone through seasons when all I'd focused on is the doing, goal-oriented, driven, high-achieving. But in that process, things happen. I've burnt out, become hyper-focused on running from this feeling of failure, disillusioned, and a lot more than a little lost inside. Doing well in these seasons on the outside, maybe it looked like it, but this all can hide the underworld that people in my outside world don't often detect because we all can be too good at cover-up. But in the process, I've seen how the things can begin turning me into someone who I just don't want to be, robbing me of joy, making me lose focus on people who matter, letting me get comfy, trapped in my own self-centeredness, taking my motivation. I think I'm more afraid of who I'm becoming than what I am or am not doing. You can't flip the switch on your soul. Character doesn't come as currency. So what does Paul's words in 2 Corinthians have to do with this kind of character formation, this only with time shaping of who we become, with this? He says that Christ's love compels us. You see, being a Christian, or as I prefer to say, because that word is honestly way too loaded, a follower of Jesus, it's not just about what we do or don't do, but about us being spiritually formed into people who look more like Jesus. It's in part about who we are becoming. Think the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, faithfulness, and all of that good stuff. But what starts off that list is love. You see, being people who are compelled by love towards others, as Paul talks about, first starts with us being compelled by the love God has for us, a kind of love that changes who we are. You see, love is really central to this idea of Christianity. Jesus prays that people who follow him would be known for love, the kind of love that lays down its life for its friends. It's love that's given from God, who describes who he actually is as love itself, as Keller likes to put it, involves this paradoxical dance of the Trinity where God himself exists in a loving threefold community within himself. Confusing, but in a mesmerizing way. This idea of growing into God's love to become people of love is central to something called stage theory. You see, this is basically an idea of spiritual formation that people of all kinds who've been following Jesus throughout the past have put together to help us understand life and faith as what they call a critical journey. To uh, nerd out slightly, being a Christian is a lot more well-rounded than people think. It involves not only orthodoxy, what we believe, and orthopraxy, how that then does affect our choices and this purpose that we have, but It involves a transformation of our very beings involving orthopathos, how our hearts, motivations, or what's been called by people like Lewis and Edwards, our loves. This means we have stages of apprenticeship to Jesus that they called, again, this is from a while ago, so the language is a bit archaic, 
awakening, purgation, illumination, and union. Basically, this is a journey from immaturity to maturity. And we're getting to the point, don't worry, I promise, the whole thing is centered on a progression of our understanding of, experience in, and expression of the love of God. It's a movement of who we are becoming, a development from loving ourselves for ourselves, even loving God for ourselves, to learning how to love God for God and self for God. And who doesn't want to become the people that God has meant them to be? What's the point? Christ's love compels us because God is love. He's taking us on a journey not only into the purposes of what he's calling us to do, but of who he's calling us to be. This means maybe you feel like your life is so mundane. Hey, maybe some parts of it honestly are, but you're becoming more like Jesus and your heavenly father who is love in the most mundane parts of your life. Or you're becoming less like him. And who wants to be a person who becomes more angry, more inward focused, more rude to other people? Someone who doesn't look like Jesus. So you have the choice. You can choose to pray, God, make me amazed by your love that it starts to change me today. Show me what that would look like and how I approach all the boring things or people of my life. Show me that this matters because my attitudes and ideas and responses can become more like Jesus. My character doesn't come as currency. You are the one who transforms me. As who we are is spiritually formed, we extend more. We can engage with people differently and love them deeper. As Murray says, impelled by the love of Christ, the disciples in turn offered their lives to reveal his love to others. So, let's honestly ask ourselves this. Am I being compelled by God's love? Is my outside world so focused on doing that I've neglected to stop and ask how all this doing is shaping me to maybe look less like my Savior? What would it look like to pray that God shows me how to focus on becoming a person who looks like Jesus and not someone who does just what they think Jesus thinks I should do? What could happen? A lot more freedom. Trust me, I'm learning to live it. And a lot of humility at seeing how the pieces of who we are becoming often aren't quite where we wish they were. But we can rest even in this, as Murray shared. God longs to have our hearts filled with his love. Open your heart and life for this love, then he will be able to use you as a channel for his love to flow out to your fellow men. So, let's pray the prayer he guides us in today. Lord, I yield my heart and life to you. Please fill it with your love to such an extent that it will flow out onto others around me. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.